I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. It never looked like he could be hurt ever throughout his whole career. He was always marching forward, walking into big shots, walking through big shots. Then all of a sudden, he's getting wiped out. It almost, to me, was like a no contest last night. It was that bad. He wasn't able to put put Zhang in any danger at all. He didn't come out of second gear. He was comfortable, and that's not the fighter that Joyce is. Joe Joyce was getting flattened, hurt in round two, and badly, badly dropped and knocked out in round three. For me, I think that's curtains on his career. Okay, we're back with another show of the verdict for myself, Carl Frotch. And my old mucker, George, St. George Groves. Right, we've got to discuss what happened last night with Joe Joyce against Gilles Zhang in the rematch. Bit of a devastating loss for Joe Joyce. Potentially the end of the road. How did you see that one, George? Well, it was. It was devastating, wasn't it? It was... um... Something that I didn't... I didn't think this was going to happen, Carl. I thought... um... Maybe I underestimated Zhang now, thinking about it, as opposed to overestimated Joyce. He just he gets wiped out, doesn't he, in the third round? And someone like in Joyce, you think's got a great chin, he can weather the storm. You know, he brings the intensity, he brings the action. Um, Usually, what what do you think's happened before you before you go on? What do you think's happened to Joe Joyce that his punch resistance has just seemed to have gone? I know Zhang can punch, and we saw it in the first one; he got hurt. But it, it never looked like he could be hurt ever throughout his whole career. He was always marching forward, walking into big shots, walking through big shots. Mm. Then all of a sudden, he's getting wiped out. I know the first one was his eye was closing. Yeah. But I don't know. Has his punch resistance gone for good? Is it age? Well, maybe. Who knows? You know, like time and time again, it's hard to predict. But he's been in there with big punchers like Daniel Dubois. I know Daniel Dubois was novice at the time, but he's he's, an, he's a massive puncher from what we hear, you know, from other heavyweights who have been in the ring with him. Well, two things is that one, he came in a lot heavier this time, um, which you, you sort of think that would help with punch resistance. The heavier you are, the, the better you absorb a punch. But thought it will also slow you down. And he looked slow in that first one, didn't he? He looked far too slow. I was a bit worried. He's put weight on. Okay, he's going to be able to absorb the punishment a little bit more and maybe lean on Zhang. But slowed him down to the point where he was almost, I don't know, I just thought it was, an, it almost to me was like a no contest last night. It was that bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it was the first round. Was well, it was three rounds. Nothing happened guys. in the first round. They were both standing yeah. off like a game of chess, which is great. They were both a bit cautious. Mm. But round two, Zhang caught him with one left cross, buckled him to 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 his knees. He walked back to his corner. You could see he was gone. I don't think we made enough of a fuss of it on the night. He was badly hurt. 
And then when he came out round three, it was almost like as soon as the first shot clips him correctly and catches him properly on the chin, I thought, let's see what happens to Joyce. And sure enough, he got clipped by that left cross and then that right hook clipped him on the chin and crumbled him. Um, I just thought that was always going to happen after that shot in round two and, and following on from what happened in the first fight because he got wobbled a couple of times, didn't he? Mm. I just think that um, it's a shame for Joyce and at 39 years old, 38, 39, whatever he is, to now not have the ability to absorb a punch. I don't think there's, um, there's any anywhere he can go now. I really don't. I think this could be the end of the road for him. I agree. I think if the punch resistance has gone at his age 38, where does he go from here? It's a devastating loss for him. Back-to-back losses against Zhang. Have we been sleeping on this guy? You know, he's 40 years of age. Um, it feels like he's been around for a long time, but he was years into his career before he even stepped up. He only His first 12-rounder was only a year ago. It came against Hergovic, and he lost... Tight decision, but he lost. And Hergovic, you know, yet to prove himself at the, at the top, top level, but a good fighter, sure. Um, but this might have been his breakout fight because Joyce, up until this point, you know, he's done well. He's um, he's he's beaten what's been put in front of him and he's showed, like, tenacity. I thought he was a, a handful for anyone in the division. You know, when he's got... Well, I, I thought that our people in the division were swerving him. I didn't think Anthony Joshua or, or even Tyson Fury... And um, I think Deontay Wilder is different. He's got a bit of a mindset. I mean, he's a bit of an animal mindset where he's a bit of a killer, Deontay Wilder. He's really confident with his power. But I don't think any of the other top, the other two, especially not Anthony Joshua, I don't think they wanted to fight Joe Joyce. He, he was kind of, he had to put himself in a mandatory position before he got any any chances. And he, he took his chances and fair play to him. He jumped in again there with an re- immediate rematch with Zhang. But yeah, like I said, I think it could be the end of the road for Joyce. And it's it's sad to see before the fight, actually, um, I thought that Joe Joyce was going to approach it. A bit more head movement. It's hard to teach an old dog new tricks. A bit more head movement. A bit more foot movement in terms of keeping away from Zhang's left cross, which he was doing. He was going sort of moving himself clockwise around the ring, keeping himself out of harm's way. But he wasn't doing anything, was he, with the jab? I thought he would be a bit more busy with the jab, just poking that jab out, that, that kind of stiff-looking, cumbersome jab. Unlike your jab, sharp, fast, accurate, on the end of the bugle of the Cobra until that right hand lands in round one and flattens me. We're not talking about me and you, are we? Me getting flattened. Let's move on from that. But uh, it's made you smile though, hasn't it? But I thought Joyce was going to get behind his jab and be a bit busier. He didn't do any of that. And then as soon as he got clipped in round two, for me, that was that was it, which was proved to be right in round three when he got, um, when he got wiped out. But um, where does this now leave Joe Joyce? What, what what do you think holds? What does the future hold for him? Is is this him finished now at top level? Or do you think he's finished? I mean, you know my opinion on it. Do you think he's finished for good? Yeah, I mean, it's a tough road back, isn't it? At 38, where, where do you match him next? He's, he's sort of, he's in, he hasn't got to the, the highest level yet. So A rematch with Daniel Dubois, climb, maybe? Yep, Dubois, Dubois sort of makes sense if, if Dubois wants it. I think that's, that's a risky fight for Dubois. Dubois probably thinks... Yeah, I agree. At this point, do I really want this? You know, um, he's had the loss to Usyk. He's young enough to go away and rebuild. That's the difference that Daniel Dubois got. He, you know, 25 uh, in the heavyweight division. He's young when he's looking at the guys around him. Um, so I'm not sure with Joyce. I mean, I think that would be a make sense for Joyce. But at the same time, Dubois is a big puncher. And if, if you're Dubois, is starting you, to fade, if you're Dubois, then, yeah, exactly. Then it's a good chance. If you're Dubois and you've got that blemish on your record, that loss. Joyce, um, really, you probably want to rectify it 
you know, being a being a former world champion yourself, you know what it's like. You you fight somebody, you lose a fight, you jump straight on there. You you appealed for the rematch for the Cobra, didn't you? Took yourself out to um, when did you go for that appeal with the RBF? Was it Mexico? I went out to New New York, uh, New Jersey. You went out to New so Jersey going... for a bitch and a moan about the Cobra and made them watch the fight and watch that fantastic stoppage by Howard Foster. But you went out there because you wanted to jump back straight in with a rematch with me. Now, Joe Joyce, if he's ambitious, he should want to get back in there with... Um, sorry, Daniel Dubois. He should want to get back in there with Joe Joyce if he's ambitious in the game and he wants to prove. So it's a good opportunity for uh, Daniel Dubois. But hey, what you're saying, it's still a dangerous fight for him. But um, that's an interesting one now. So whether or not Joe Joyce even decides to carry on fighting after that, after that defeat, I mean, that was a... That was a bad loss. If you're if you're Joe Joyce's manager or trainer, if you're advising him, do you want to see him carry on boxing? Because when it looks like your punch resistance is gone, you know yourself, it ain't going to come back. You see it time and time again with older fighters. As soon as they start looking hurt with jabs or one punch, you know, early on in the fight like it was, I just feel like the writing then is on the wall with your career and there's, um, there's curtains on your career in terms of being able to fight at any sort of level. So I would say, myself personally, a rematch with um, Daniel Dubois, if Dubois wants it. Other than that, I don't think I see a future for um, for Joe Joyce, which is sad for me to say, because I always thought he's, um, I do think he's a great addition to the heavyweights, but since the um, Zhang wipeout, I'm not so sure what the future holds for him. Well, I'd like to, yeah, give him some time. Um, back to back. He's not got time on his side, has he? He doesn't. He doesn't. But at the same time, heavyweights live forever. They keep coming. So I'd like to give him some time and then reassess. But who knows? Like who? Who knows? You never know what's gone on in camp. What's not? There might be a reason why his punch resistance wasn't there on the night. It's bizarre, but it is a phenomenon that happens in boxing. Cole, you're right. That all of a sudden people get old overnight. Yeah, they get all over that. Do you think too much was made of his weight in the first fight? I mean, in light, do you think that was hyped up? Because his punch resistance was gone there. He's put the weight back on. Still couldn't hold a shot. I think well, we're too concerned about I mean, that. I think he is, he's a different sort of stoppage this time around, wasn't he? I mean, the, 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 he was just easy to hit the first time, but the punch resistance was kind of there. I know you're saying that there was times where the legs dipped and that, but stopped on his feet with an injury as such. Whereas this time round, um, he falls on his face and he don't yeah. beat the count. So, and it's it's round three where he's still fresh. He hasn't taken rounds and rounds of big punches. So, and as I say, usually if you put on a bit of timber, you're a bit heavier, your punch resistance should be better. But he wasn't able to put, put Zhang in any danger at all. He didn't come out of second gear. He was comfortable and that's not, the fighter that Joyce is or Joyce should be. Joyce should be that person who panics you with his intensity, with his work rate, with his... Pressure um, fire. Exactly. So yeah. if, he, if, he, if that's failing him, that's just as concerning as maybe the punch resistance for me. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Yeah, yeah, I, I agree. His biggest attribute was the work rate and the toughness, the ability to absorb punches, his fitness, keep moving forward, keep marching forward, like his ring name, the juggernaut, very fitting because he just keeps coming. Um, seems like his punch resistance has gone and the work rate wasn't there from the first round, but that might have been just tactically. He was just um, in a feeling out process, if you like, with Zhang, taking his time, seeing what was coming back, obviously probably protecting that eye from the first fight because old injuries can flare up. But we got what we got. We saw what we saw. And I think um, Joe Joyce was getting flattened, hurt in round two and badly, badly dropped and knocked out in round three. For me, I think that's curtains on his career. If we give some credit to Zhang, what would you like to see from him next? Where does he go? Who does he fight? How far can he go? Listen, I think Zhang's brilliant. I, I just think, I mean, look at his amateur career. He's, 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 he's performed at every level as an amateur. Um, and he's just so well-schooled. He's got such good pedigree. He, he knows, in the, when he's in the ring, he's got good distance and timing, even though he's 40 years old, 40 or 41. He's an old, he's an old boy, he's long in the tooth, but he's still able to um, sort of, he uses that old wisdom and that experience to dictate the pace, to dominate the distance between his opponent, just get himself out of harm's way without being too far out of range. And he's able to just sneak his feet in little small movements with his feet, which is the amateur experience, get himself into punching range and land that left hand, that backhand cross from the southpaw position. And he can punch. He's a banger. I just wish he was five, six, seven years maybe younger. Because if he was, if he was like mid to late 30s rather than into his, just into his 40s, I'd think he's got a potential real good future. But... Because of his age, I just think you can't beat father time. The clock will catch up with him at some point. And to, to, to get hopeful about a fight with Tyson Fury or Anthony Joshua or Alexander Usyk, I think it's unrealistic. You'll probably get a bite of the cherry at one of them. And I think the one guy that would jump in with Zile Zhang and be confident he's going to take him out, out of the four top ones would be um, Deontay Wilder. You know what he's like. He's a road killer. He goes in there believing he's going to hit somebody with that right hand and iron them out. And he usually does. Um, so I think out of the top four, I think realistically that's the fight that could happen. Do you agree with that? Do you think Deontay Wilder is the fight for Zhang? And they're talking about 200 million people looking at that in um, in China. That would be a massive homecoming for Zhang. Apparently they're all sitting there excited about their um, about their guy, Zhele Zhang. They're all watching it. And a fight over in China with somebody like Deontay Wilder would be very lucrative. And I think that's the best fight out of the top four. What do you reckon? It could be pretty good. Like, yeah, definitely pretty good. I'm not sure if Wilder would be up for that, would take that. You know, he's got that puncher's chance, but in there with a big, tall, loose southpaw. Um, do you not think Wilder fancies that job? Would you honestly say well, that? Well, I think he fancies, he fancies every job to a certain degree, and sometimes he has to, he has to take the fights. But... Um, you know, he's on the he jumped in there with, still. He jumped in there with Ortiz when no one fancied it. He was the guy that, that went and in there And he almost come unstuck. Uh, but he didn't fight. let that stop him, did he? He didn't let it stop him. Three fights with Tyson Fury. I knew he was getting paid well. 
after what happened in the first fight when he fought he won, you would always expect the second fight. But then after the second fight, you're thinking to yourself, they're going to go again and have a third. The trilogy with Tyson Fury tells me that Deontay Wilder is confident when he gets in the ring. When he lands a shot on the chin, he knows he's got explosive power. And I think he would fancy the um, Zhang fight, provided it makes a lot of money. If it makes money for him, I think it makes sense. Yeah, you ch- and you assume they're chasing belts. I think Wilder's definitely that man. He fought Fury to chase. He wanted his belt back. Um, but he's just... Zhang is now the WBO interim, which I always get confused, Carl, with the interims now. Does that... He could be elevated, is it? If 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 the yeah. WBO goes free, does he? Is he just at the back of a long line now for Usyk mandatories? Because apparently Hergovic is is on the scene. You know the WBA uh, regular belt is up there, so no doubt that's gonna that was sorted out between Usyk and Dubois, but not surely yeah. resurface as always. Yeah. So um, yeah, I think I think he's in the mix, um, Zhang, and he's in the Who Needs Him Club. You know, big tall Lou Southpaw um, with no belt, but yeah. if he can get himself to a mandatory spot, then maybe he's in, a, in for a chance to fight uh, one of one of well one of the champions. Um, I I don't think Fury will fancy him unless he's going to get great money to go to China. Uh, these guys want to be settled in in Saudi, uh, and maybe that's by the sounds of it. The way the boxing world's working, it's the only way to make these big fights uh, in the heavyweight division right now. Okay, Carl. Finally, uh, another big fight coming up on the 30th is Canelo versus Charlo. How do you see this one playing out? Um, I think it's a great fight. Jamel Charlo against Canelo Alvarez. I think it's a great fight. I really do. And it's up at my old weight division, 168, I believe. Um, Charlo, my biggest um, concern for him is he's coming up for 154 pounds. I don't think he's going to be big enough to take on somebody like um, Canelo Alvarez, who we know has been up at um, 175. I know he's had that loss with um, Dimitra Bivol up at, up at light everywhere. I think he realised he can't probably mix it with the big boys. I know he beat Kovalev at 175, but he's come back down to super middle. And I think at this stage of his career, at this age of his career, um, he's, he's, he's heading into his twilight years, Canelo Alvarez. And he's had, he's had one hell of a career as well. He's fought everyone, hasn't he? But um, a super middleweight, I just think he'll be too much. I think he'll be too big and too strong. I've always liked that saying. Too big and too strong for Charlo. I don't think um, Charlo's in in with a chance. He's you know he's a great fighter in his own right, but I just think that he's going to be outweighted here and outmatched with the very experienced, ever so slightly past his best, Canelo. Mm. What are your thoughts, Georgie boy? Yeah, I think you know. I think these these Charlo guys um, have seen something in Canelo that they backed themselves for. I don't think they're chasing a big money fight. Charlo's got all the belts at, at super welterweight slash light middleweight. So, um, and that is a division that Canelo was in once before. Of course, he's been up. He's been up as high as light heavyweight, but he's been up a super middleweight for a long time. He's sort of filled into this weight now. But it's lots of lots of whispers, lots of important people, lots of prestigious people in boxing who are back in Charlo for this. So I think I think we're in for an interesting one. It the way that Canelo just came sort of wiped up everyone in the super middleweight division, just went through beat champion after champion in eighteen months. It was almost like he's unstoppable at that weight and you got you gotta test him outside of the normal parameters. So in that regard you're like a light middleweight coming up, that's bizarre, that will never work. But I wouldn't be surprised, you know, and there are, you know, rumours or more so that 
Canelo's best days are behind him. He's not on the slide, but you know he's not the force that he once was. And I don't think that's unfair to, to say. It. I think he, I think he is on the slide. I think he is past his best. Um, um, I don't think that's an unfair observation. How do you see Jamel Charlo approaching this fight? What are his tactics? Surely the well, speed and the movement. Yeah, exactly. And he's, he's an elite. He's an elite level boxer. You know, is uh, he, he he knows the fight game. He's going to have to be fast. Um, You'd imagine Canelo's going to be the stronger guy, the, the the bigger puncher. So you don't want to be lingering, you know, in range, getting caught. But his reflexes and his defensive movements aren't quite as good as they used to be. Um, Canelo, he doesn't pull and dip away in that sort of that Mexican sort of style and, and fire the shots back as quick. He might roll back the clock and surprise me and surprise a lot of people. But I think, um, as always, you know, the fight starts with a jab. Lightning fast from Charlo. He's going to want to, build on that and he's going to land his heavy shots. So I think that. Um, I think he's going to want to stay out of range and land combination punches, get off the centre and just keep trying to outwork Canelo. But I think that's only going to work for so long because Canelo's not going to... I mean, Canelo's a fantastic talent and he's a good boxer. He can fight box. Um, he can fight up close. But I think after four, five, maybe even six rounds, if he doesn't catch Charlo, he'll have the strength and the weight and the experience to close the distance with Charlo and just lean on him and use his use his weight, use his extra strength and muscle. I can't see Charlo putting on that much lean muscle mass up to 168 in this amount of time. I mean, he's not a small super welterweight. He's quite a big 154 fighter. He's like historically big for the weight, but he's coming up to super middleweight. I think Canelo, I personally think Canelo is going to be too big for him and he's going to just back him up at certain stage, mid to late rounds and probably get the stoppage. But, um, Hopefully, Charlo makes a fight of it. And if he gets Canelo just slightly past his best, like you've um, alluded to, there could be a points winning it for him. But um, one I'm looking forward to, that's for sure. That's it for another episode of The Verdict. Myself, Carl the Cobra Froch, and the St. George Groves. Don't forget to hit subscribe, like, and share this channel. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss anything. And leave your comments below. It's very interesting to know what you're thinking about this channel and get involved yourself. Until next time, this has been The Verdict. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.